The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi, Pat. Hi, Hi. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi. It's been a weird day. We're <laughs> off to a really weird we're start. Into, we, we are into some Kavanaugh uh, exposés on this program. You will hear mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. We're going to expose him. Uh-oh. Only because Finally. Only because he's exposed himself. Okay. So it, and I have a story to tell. So mm-hmm. that's your top story? Kavanaugh. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. Kavanaugh. Uh, some people are comparing Kavanaugh to Keith Ellison and the accusations. I want to make sure that you can you can tell the distinctions because there's slight distinctions between the stories and see mm. if you can figure them out. Mm-hmm. Slight, but just slight distinctions. Well, one, one was oppressed because he's black and Muslim, and mm-hmm. the other one's a white male. Uh, right? That's certainly part of it, for okay, sure. Yeah. Thank mm. you. All right, All right Pat. Uh, you know, I was with Kavanaugh. Right up until the ice-throwing incident. Oh, uh, I can't God. abide it now. Holy I can't cow. abide it. Can I just it. go? Can I just say? Can I, I can't do, do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it, and I mm-hmm. haven't wanted to do it, and I've thought about it for a while. I thought, no, maybe it wasn't him, but I remember now. Clearly. We were at Yale together. We were at Yale together. <laughs> right. Okay? Now, I, is the timeline a little bit fuzzy, though? You don't know exactly. At, he was at Yale. I mean, you were at, in the early you were at Yale much after he was at Yale. I don't remember the timeline. Okay? I don't okay. remember the years that I went or he mm-hmm. went or something. It was mm-hmm. Somewhere in the last century, later last century, that I was at Yale, he was at Yale, and I distinctly remember, distinctly remember, every Tuesday, I'd go over to his his house, Mm -hmm. and it was anal rape. Every Every Tuesday, every time. Um, Wow. It was. For all three years? All three years. Three years. So wait, you now, why did, you yeah, keep going? why did you keep going back? Because I couldn't believe he was going to do it to me again. Right. He'd call me up and he'd be like, hey, Glenn, you want to come over? And I'd be like, okay. The first 150 times you thought, okay, nah, okay that's it. That's that, it. That He's not going to do this again. And right. I distinctly remember his face. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the time. I don't remember the place. I don't remember anything. But I remember his face. Now, I don't know very how. Very distinctive face. Very. He was standing yeah. behind me, so I don't yeah. know how I saw his face. But I'm telling you. About a reflection, probably, of something that was in front of you. And you'll never Tell forget that. Tell me what boof right? means to you. Uh, farts. Right. Flatulence. Right. Yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. fart <laughs> after. Oh, my gosh. It's, this is horrible. I could vomit. This is not a laughing matter, Sarah. This is wow. And you know what? At I have, your pain. Look at how she have, feels about your pain. I don't think she about that. And, and I, that's what I remember her saying in the testimony that all she could remember was the laughter. Yes. I'm being re-victimized like. oh, by her. My God. And uh, Sarah, so you know, I have a witness, Stu. Mm-hmm. Okay. He lived, Stu lived there too. You lived Both in of Connecticut. Lived there and same you lived time. there too. I mean, I did live in Connecticut. I was. Well, I mean, the timeline is fuzzy, but you were there. I, mean, I was there. in Connecticut. You saw but it. Yeah, but I you were a witness like a to this. You saw from, it from Yale. Right. What? You lived like a half an hour from Yale. Yeah, but you're my friend. Right? You my friend? Yeah, yeah. You Pat's friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. There you go. That's all you need. There you no, go. But I, wait, wait. But you're saying I'm a friend and I was a witness, but I'm saying that I don't remember yeah, it. I, I know, never saw anything like anymore. it. Doesn't matter anymore. Mm-mm. The accusation is out there. Now he has to prove it didn't happen. Yeah. You're going to take it from him or you're going to take it from me. I went to Yale. <laughs> Did I not? Look it up. I went. No. Okay. It was bad. It was a bad experience and I just thought of it. Uh, just ju- recently. Just thought of it recently. Well, no, I've been thinking about it a lot. 
But However, I, but I just, his nomination just happened, and you don't pay attention to this stuff. Yeah, I don't. So, so um, I have no political horse in this at all. Race. Really? Yeah. None. None. Zero. So I feel like this is a nice time to uh, break from that and go ahead and jump into thanking our sponsor. Oh, I bet We're they're really proud. sorry. We're really sorry about proud. this, yeah. my Patriot Supply. Uh, but Jeez. so you've got all of these natural disasters that just randomly occur. The point is you can't plan for them. Let's say. <laughs> that oh, you dear. are in your house oh, and Brett Kavanaugh is out in the <laughs> yard and you're like, I gotta, I gotta stay in the house because yeah. I don't know what he's gonna do. I mean, obviously, what are you gonna eat? You. What are you gonna eat? My Patriot supply is right. there for you. That's a wow. great you stay inside that the house. He'll stay, stay for 25 out. years and it'll right. still it'll be it'll fresh still food. be good. So he <laughs> right? can be in your yard. <laughs> For, for 25, 25 years, years as he stalks you and right. you, just, you and stay you inside. Know. But I have seen a documentary <laughs> where at the end they call and they say something about he's in the house. So I don't know if he's in the house or out of the house. Just hunker down. <laughs> yeah. Get, yes, please. And, my, uh, get my Patriot Supply my so you can be supply. prepared for that. And you can get a, a two-week emergency kit right now for $75. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah, that's an extremely good deal. That, I mean, you spend more than that going to Starbucks every day. So uh, no. Really? Well, I mean, when you add up the two weeks. Oh, cool. oh okay. Yeah. Yes, okay, yes. Uh, so you can sure. go to preparewithnews.com and How get that emergency kit. How much coffee do you drink? For $75. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. Okay, so um, back in the real world. Yes. Well, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying well, you to... Go ahead. You go ahead. I'm trying to turn this... Demean. You She's demean and you dismiss. <laughs> wow. You dismiss. Wow. I believe all hosts should be believed. Um, okay, so let me talk to you about Kavanaugh. I think there are four ways that this thing uh, turns out. And I'd love to hear what you think the most realistic is, okay? okay? Because you see that they're now, they moved the goalpost. Now it's that he was lying, right? Mm -hmm. he, yes, he that was he was lying. lying and that he is a believer. <coughs> and as we'll get into, the, he attacked people with frozen water. <laughs> yes, that's going to do that really as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I love the fact that they're all saying, and now this would not be, you know, reason to, you know, not confirm him. But, but. <laughs> you know, with everything else that is absolutely untrue, when you tie this to Christina Ford. To the other lies. You, uh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So... <clears throat> Scenario number one, Kavanaugh is confirmed, but the Republicans lose the House. Here's what's going to happen. The, uh, they will subpoena in the House. They will subpoena tax records from Donald Trump. They will then subpoena testimony from Donald Trump. He will file a brief with the Supreme Court. He'll say, I am not testifying. I am not turning over those tax records. It'll go to the Supreme Court. Then... The, uh, the Democrats will then impeach or ask to have uh, Kavanaugh remove and to pull himself out because he's already on the record saying what he's going to do. And he has an axe to grind against the Democrats. And they'll cause all this trouble with the Supreme Court. And how can we trust him if he's on it? How can we trust any of this? And it's just two years of nightmarish hell. Okay. Very realistic possibility. Very real. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, Kavanaugh is not confirmed because, <laughs> I don't know, Collins is like, I don't know, he was scary. I, I saw him yelling on Saturday Night Live. He was rude. Yeah. He was the beginning rudeness. of the show and thought that those attacks were not acceptable <laughs> for three years at, twice a week. No, just point. once a week. Oh, it was just oh, Tuesdays. I'm sorry. Just, just Tuesdays. Tuesdays. I wouldn't go on like a... 
Yeah, it'd be weird to go twice a week. Twice a it. week? What are you? <laughs> okay, so Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh is not confirmed, and it's because of the Republicans. The Republicans just fall on their sword, and you've got, you've got uh, Collins and maybe Flake going, oh, no, this is... I think at that point, the Republicans lose the House and possibly the Senate, because they will look like absolute spineless jellyfish. Mm -hmm. So what that will mean is you lose both the House and the Senate, you will impeach, uh, and you'll have the same kind of thing. You'll First, you'll ask for his tax records, you'll impeach him, you'll ask for his testimony, it goes to the Supreme Court. Kavanaugh will have to be removed if we're going to move forward in this country. They may even try to impeach Kavanaugh because, you know, he lied and he was mean. They just tie us up again in an absolute nightmare that pits two branches against Congress. Awesome. Yeah. Next one, uh, Kavanaugh is not confirmed for, for some unknown reason, but the president comes out immediately and says, uh, we've just gotten word the vote came out and Kavanaugh has been, uh, hold on just a second, here's the president, he's about to speak. They've rejected my last Supreme Court nominee. And that is why I am nominating today, and mine is Mike Lee, because the vetting's already been done. You, have no, you, have, you can vote next week. That's why I'm nominating Mike Lee. And we will vote next week. I expect Congress, or I expect the Senate to, uh, uh, to what is it, uh, affirm and... Uh, advise and consent. Advise and, uh, advise and Consent. Consent. Um, and that's happening next week. If that happens, even if they don't confirm whoever that is, if that candidate is super strong and he says, you know what? I tried to give somebody that I thought was reasonable, but you all went crazy like he was the devil. Well, you know what's really important to the constituents who put me in office? Abortion. And so, yes, this person is pro-life. And I expect them to be confirmed in the next few weeks or whatever. That will drive so many voters to the polling booth on both sides. But I think Supreme Court stuff means more to the right than it does to the left, historically speaking. And I think you could take the House and the Senate and you could get a great person if you announce it day one. Show no weakness. In fact, double down. Yes, um, but I worry that that still sets a precedent for the left that they can. St I mean, because then where does that leave Kavanaugh? Oh, and I'm not if saying. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying I want this to happen. I'm saying right. it's because he pulls out, which I don't think, think that's is going to happen. Case scenario. No, I think the best case scenario is he is confirmed uh, and and we all show up. But I don't think we'll all show up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think, too, like they're probably your best case scenario, which is, I would say, at some point, at some level, unlikely at this point, is this FBI report comes out. There's nothing much in there. Again, they're saying it won't, won't even come out publicly. So it's not like we're going to be able to necessarily go through all of it. But the senators don't find anything of note. It's going to pass with 51 because, you know, Murkowski and Collins and Flake are all on board. And then... Because they already know it's going to pass, 
people like Manchin and Heitkamp and, and a couple of those, uh, maybe Donnelly, a couple of those Democrats who are in tough races in Trump states are like, well, he's going to get in there anyway. I might as well vote for him so I can at least appeal and say I'm a sensible Democrat to, in this red state. And it gets to 55, type, uh, 54, 55 votes. And, you know, it just goes through. I, that's probably the best case scenario. But at this point, we're down to under 5%. I, I will tell you, though, I really, I mean, I thought about this six ways to Sunday last, last night. I kept just going over it and thinking, what is the strategy here? There is no strategy that doesn't end unless the GOP retains control of the House and the Senate. There is no strategy that doesn't bog us down into subpoenas oh, yeah. and, and uh, impeachment. impeachment for the rest of the Trump term. Yeah, and I would say, too, little asterisk on my last point. It's probably the best political way for it to go if that happens with Kavanaugh. I'd much rather would have Mike Lee in the Supreme Court than Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's a whole different story. I just don't think it's likely. I don't think Trump's going to name Lee. No. Um, you know, we talked about my Patriot Supply, right, before. Mm -hmm. My Patriot Supply is designed, right, so if there's a natural disaster, if there's a terrorist attack, if you're losing your job over a long period of time, you are prepared with the most basic needs you, you can have just in case the food, you know, line is, dis is mm -hmm. disrupted or whatever. That's what this is. So back right? like this should have been a home run. He's a very he picked a a moderate conservative to go to the court. It should be he should this should be passing with 58 or 59 votes and it's not because of these ridiculous tactics they've used here. You have to have the My Patriot Supply option there. Yeah. If it's Mike Lee, if it's Allison Ide, if it's, uh, you know, Diane Sykes, whoever it is, I mean, you're thinking, I'm, because of the way this went down, I am thinking woman here at this point, um, uh, other than Mike Lee, who has already gone through the betting. Yeah, um, I mean, if you don't, um, the only reason I say Mike Lee, well, there's two. I think he is, I mean, he's rock solid. be thrilled with that. Um, but, you know, what's her name? Um, uh, Tony Barrett. Amy, yeah, Amy, Amy Barrett. 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 She would be, she would be great. But you're going to have a fight on your hands. You're not going to get that done before the election or before the new year. Just not going to happen. Yeah, but Lee is your best would, chance for quickness. Right. But it would bring people out to the poll. He has got to show. He's got to be Donald Trump. Yeah, he's not going to back down and give you Thomas Hardiman nope. after this, I don't no. think. So you sound like you're unconvinced that this whole Kavanaugh situation is going to prompt more GOP voters to the ballot box. I think or, or moderates, I people I, on the fence, and they see the way that he's being treated, and they see the way that the left is acting, and it prompts them to vote GOP instead. I wish I had, I wish I had faith in the American people, but I don't. I mean, I just don't. Um, you know, they, they, the people aren't... I mean, this is one of the most important things. I, I mean, I watched this with my kids last week, and I explained to them, this is a pivot point in our country. This is a really important moment in our history. And as I was going through these things last night, I don't think people really understand how close we are to total chaos. Think of this. Think if they get the House and the Senate and we don't have another Supreme Court justice. There, we're not going to have another Supreme Court justice for two, for two years. years yeah. We will be in impeachment, investigations. What do you think that does to the economy of the United States. What do you think is being done about Russia in a real way, about China in a real way? We lose two years? People don't understand. Technology is changing so fast. We must have our eye on the ball right now. <clears throat> if, if we don't get serious about AI quickly, somebody else will develop it. When that happens, it's over. It's like it's a race for the nuclear weapon. 
and we're not even showing up. Uh, your daily dose of optimism from Glenn Beck. <laughs> so again, like, he was there in 85. You guys think there's like the early 90s, right? Like, <laughs> no. I don't know. The, the timelines. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. said that you were on board with Kavanaugh until mm-hmm. the ice happened. So we're going to get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, right. First, I want to make sure to thank our sponsor, Ridiazone. I am a big believer in uh, Ridiazone. I know you guys are probably tired of me saying this. I used to be fat. No, I can't. I still care. There she I, is. Yeah, there I am. Take a look. You it's podcast listeners, even you, you got to go to my social media. Um, I have that tweeted out in my pictures, but I, I, was, I was gigantic. Would you recognize her? No. There's gonna, no. You know what? They're going to use... I don't think here, so. Here, here, here. Wait, wait, wait. Here, let's go together. They're going to... When I lose weight, they're going to be like... And then we'll be on... <laughs> Do you recognize that, that big doesn't fat even guy? look like that. <laughs> oh, I mean... Yeah. Wait. <laughs> uh, but Ridizone, it's... So they take the uh, neat little molecule in olive oil that helps boost your metabolism and make you feel full longer. Um, and it really does work. I, it's funny. People always ask when they hear, you know, my friends who watch the show, they're like, yeah, but does it really work? I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm being serious. We wouldn't sit here and tell you that a product we had, works. We actually had a bunch of former fat people um, here from the audience. Yes. That mm. were t- I, that I actually spent some time with them in my office. We were just chatting. And uh, that's the first thing I said. Oh, come on, come on. Does it really work? And they were like, uh, hello? Yes. And they showed fat pictures <laughs> of them. And I'm like... Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really does work. So uh, you can get 30% off a three-pack of bottles, which is a three-month supply. If you go to ridiazone.com, use promo code THEBLAZE. And for you podcast listeners, that's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. All right, so so the, Kavanaugh's the very violent, throwing, abusive. It, you know, I've heard people call it an incident. <laughs> this goes for, so far beyond incident. I'd call it a catastrophe, the ice-throwing catastrophe at the bar. Um, when police got there back in 1985, <laughs> he didn't deny throwing the ice. He Shut up. didn't deny it. Shut up. He didn't confirm it, but he didn't deny didn't it. This headline, was, it kills me. I don't think he was at a football game in Philadelphia. <laughs> Is that what happened? In the wintertime, right. and Santa Claus right. was in front of him. I'm sorry, I thought we were in Philadelphia and you were Santa. No, that's not what he thought. Wow. And that's what makes this so disturbing. Okay. I got sick to my stomach this morning on the air just talking about it. I nearly vomit. I threw up a little bit in my mouth okay. because it's such a horrifying, horrifying This is such a, I mean, this is such a bad show. <laughs> <laughs> it went off the rails at about it did. At the beginning five, minutes, five minutes before we started yeah. the show. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, I, I looked at that and a, before I about fell over with the ridiculousness of it, I was like... Yeah, that's the thing. Come on. But also, I mean, if they're trying to portray him as some violent, aggressive, you know, uh, dude, like, that's the wimpiest thing you, know, you, you could do in a bar fight is throw ice. Come on. <laughs> My favorite part of that story is he is he, the person he was there with was Chris Dudley, the former center of the New York Knicks. Right. Like a seven-foot, like... Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, like, it's such a weird story. Um, but, I mean, it, it could... Like, it's obviously easy to, to kind of mock that he's throwing frozen water at someone. Um, but, you know, let me... T- there's White Friday. Do you guys know the story of White Friday? Do I um, ever. Well... I know patriarchy it's, continues. Yeah, right. It 
kind of sounds like mm -hmm, a KKK yeah. Kavanaugh sort of party he went to oh on a gosh, Friday. I never thought of that. Uh, right? But no, it's what happened when um, a mountain uh, decided to throw water on people and it killed 10,000 people uh, in 1916 in a giant avalanche. Or, for example, in 1970 in Peru, when 20,000 people were killed by frozen water coming down a mountain and landing on people. Well, that's how and serious you know that's how serious people, this is. Let me tell you something. Hale can do a lot of damage. Thank you. Let's ask Kavanaugh if he has a calendar for those times. Yeah, I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I bet he Where, doesn't. What does he have for 1916? He doesn't even right. have he that have calendar. calendar. Surprising. Um, you know, and look, it's a completely ridiculous story. And it I, is. We, the, well, I heard Reported, I heard it reported on the New York Times, from the New York Times this morning, on the Daily. Mm -hmm. You've been listening to that? Yeah, yeah, I, I want to stab myself in the ear now. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know. I, I said, remember, I sent you an email last week, did. and I was just like, How do you why? Do it yes. Yeah, because you have to listen to what the other side is saying and understand them. And I heard this story this morning, listening to the Daily, which is the New York Times podcast. And I'm like, wow. Because they framed it in such a way that... He went to jail. There was, there was jail. Now, it was uh, somebody who they were talking to or something. So I thought that he had gone to jail. And I thought, there's no way he went to jail or we would have heard that first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, that would have been another background check. Right. Yeah, nobody checked did. to see if the guy had ever been in jail. Where <laughs> is the FBI just at the donut shop all the time? Right. No. Police were called and they went, okay, stop throwing ice. And left. Right. There were no arrests. No arrests, nothing. And, and yet I heard a 15-minute segment today on CNN about how they, uh, look, they're not saying that this incident in and of itself would stop him from being on the Supreme Court. Well, what about so the beer willing... situation, though? Right. He I, liked well, beer more than he let it, on. It's part of a puzzle, Pat. Right. And the puzzle seems to go to aggressive behavior when drinking. Yeah. Uh, it does okay. keep yeah, pointing yeah. So in that same direction. The, can, may I play, yes. because I'm listening to the left, I can tell you where they're headed. Here's where they're headed. Look. Boffing, boofing, whatever that is, that's not about farts. We all know what that's about. The Devil's Triangle, that's not a tiddlywinks game with beer drinking that's you know sexual in nature uh the alumni that's because they were saying that they all passed her around um uh, he lied about all of those things and everybody all of his students that he went with at georgetown that were all with him i'm hearing this now they were all with him glenn they were all with him but now they can't take it anymore because he tried to make himself look like an altar boy. And he wasn't. He was falling down drunk. They're all moving towards he's a liar. But he, mm -hmm. did, but he didn't lie. Because I've, I've read that, that he committed perjury. He never tried to make it sound like he never drank. Or he never said he liked beer. He likes it still. And, here's yeah. the, here's he the drank thing. it to excess somehow. Yes. He yeah. drank it to excess. The only ones that they yeah. might have him on. But Stu and I went over this today. Yeah. Even in the Urban Dictionary. Boffing has three different boofing. boofing, whatever. Has three or four <laughs> or five different yeah meanings. And, and I, in fact, both just, Glenn and I had heard something different in school about that word yeah. back in the day. Can I just say it's it's, just, it's a low point in society that we have to refer to Urban Dictionary yeah, it's to like determine whether or not someone is committing perjury. It's like the founding documents of this particular moment. No, but I mean, history. it's just that's how ridiculous yeah. the entire conversation is. Do you know that all I've been thinking about all week? All week, I keep, I, everything I see on TV and everything, all I keep hearing in my head is the footsteps on the cobblestone. Mr. Franklin, Mr. Franklin, a republic, if you can keep it. 
What have you given mm. us? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Apparently we not. cannot Can't keep, keep it. it. Did you know of any of those uh, boof, boofing or Devil's Triangle? Had you ever heard of that? I've never heard Devil's Triangle. I've never heard boofing, Triangle. of course. I've yes. never yeah. heard either. I heard it. That was a big, I would say, an 80s term. And it was for right? farting. 70s and 80s. I didn't know yeah. for that. Um, he, we actually, I, thought it was, I thought it was smoking pot. And that was oh, listed really? on yeah. that. And it is actually one of the urban dictionaries. As soon as they oh. said boofed, I knew that, would, that, that was farting. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's just, look, it's literally... I guess I hung around with a classier crowd than you guys. Yes, definitely. We went to the high-end drug dealers. You guys had a caller call in on radio today that said that was from the same region. Yeah, Virginia. He said it was... Bottom line, though, is if their case against him is going to be perjury because you misdefined the word boof, I think he's going to get through. They're going to have to come up with something else. I've heard from... We've heard from some smart people inside that say... The perjury is the direction they're going. If this is really the topic, yeah. though, I don't think they have anything. All right, we got to go. Back in a minute. Hey, it's Sarah Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I want to tell you about another program I really think you'll like, Pat Gray Unleashed. You can check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. been an interesting show. Uh, <laughs> I just want to remind everyone before we go into overtime, you can go to glennbeck.com slash tour. Glenn is going on tour. If you like the comedy that you see here on this show <laughs> every comedy. day. That was, that was testimony. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, that was testimony. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, but, but your witness can't too. corroborate I it. I didn't, he, are you a friend? Are you yeah, my friend? I didn't He's see my friend. My friend, he, he was there. No, but he was there. Were you in Connecticut? Well, yeah. Okay, just go to glenbeck.com. Get your tickets there. See you in Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Stu, you said that there were some slight differences slight in difference. the way Keith Ellison is being treated and the way... How so? Yeah, yeah, see if you huh. can see if you can detect it. It's very difficult. Uh, Keith Ellison, of course, what, the number two guy at the D- yes, DNC. DNC yeah. He yeah. Uh, is now running for attorney general uh, in Minnesota. And he also had an allegation of abuse against him recently. Um, now, his is a little different. Again, you know, the Kavanaugh thing was 36 years. Uh, this was like, you know, 12 months um, much more recent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, the abuse was there's actual evidence uh, around it as opposed to Kavanaugh where there's no evidence right, around but, it. But by evidence, you just mean a testimony, right? Uh, no, no, yeah, no. There's more than that. There's testimony. There's multiple witnesses corroborated mm-hmm. with multiple people at the time. Also, text messages and uh, information from uh, the doctor who actually wrote Keith Ellison's name in a report uh, talking about how she was abused. Uh, she's got pictures of bruises on her arms and all of these other things. Um, and I guess what I Jeez. we could go through this whole we could outline this whole thing. We're going to go in depth on this a little bit more on, on radio tomorrow. But um, I think everybody knows that it's ridiculous that there's much more uh, information on Keith Ellison than there ever has been on Brett Kavanaugh. What's interesting is 56 percent of Democrats believe Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, and only five percent of Democrats believe Keith Ellison's accuser. That's and here's the here's the amazing gosh that. with Kavanaugh's uh, accuser. There is a political motive. It is somebody who was part of a campaign to stop, you know, the the hostile takeover of the Supreme Court. She is a lifelong activist, Democrat, professor. Mm-hmm. 
uh, what a surprise you're coming out against. There's political motive. Here, this woman who is dating is a Democrat. She's a Democrat. She doesn't like Mm. Donald Trump or anything on the right. She's and it is the left, her own people who are saying, shut up and sit down. Yep. Because and this is the thing that everyone should know. It has absolutely nothing to do with this woman's pain. The, if she had it, if she was attacked, they don't care about it at all. What they care about is getting Brett Kavanaugh out of there for the next few weeks so they can see if they can win this election and then get somebody else or block the Supreme Court pick altogether. It has nothing to do with the accusation. If it did, they would hold the same or even a mildly similar standard for mm-hmm. Ellison, which would be absolutely get out right now. Now, I will say I will hold the same standard for Kavanaugh and Ellison. When you have a breakup of a, of a relationship and it goes nasty, nasty, uh, sometimes there are accusations made. Should we just believe them about Keith Ellison because he's a Democrat? No. We should look into it. There should be an investigation of the facts of the matter. And if it comes to a determination in which Keith Ellison is innocent, we should all accept that and let him keep his job. So I do have a question on this, though. Why did, why, how could she report abuse to a doctor and that not be turned over to social services? <clears throat> Um, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that because um, you'd think, certainly with a child, it would have I know to be it's reported. A child. I, yeah, I know with a child. I do recall reading in the notes from the doctor's office that she did say that she was scared of reporting it for fear of retaliation because okay. he was Keith Ellison. So maybe that... Right. They, they gotta, I mean, I guess as an adult, you let the person make their own decisions, right. which is, of course, uh, you know, okay. But again, like, you know, here we are with a woman who actually did come forward, right? I mean, here's a woman who is coming forward, and what's she getting? She's getting tortured by her own side because this guy uh, has so much power. I don't know. Like, I don't know if this happened. And he deserves the presumption of innocence, but where are the the Democrats never hold these people to the same standards? Well, they they always should. Say, they've been saying lately, oh, well, if Juanita Broderick would have happened now. Yeah, thanks a lot. It would have been different. <laughs> thanks a lot. I'm sure I'm Juanita sure thanks her, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that makes exactly. it a lot The second better. you have no use for the Clintons anymore, mm-hmm. you are all over the Clintons. The second Ted Kennedy dies, Chappaquiddick comes out. Like, I mean, I, all of these things, these are not helpful. And it doesn't it's not hard to take a stance after the person's dead or useless to you. But that's why they keep saying that they have a different art. The Me Too movement, oh, changed everything. No, it didn't. Or you would be all over Keith Ellison. Yep. Yep. Changed nothing. It so, means nothing. Women are just just logs in this fire for them. They don't care. They'll burn them up. And when they turn into ash, they'll throw. They'll take the ash why, outside. But why aren't they seeing that? Because, like, I mean, I, I have my own personal experience, right? And so I view it through a survivor lens. And I still, I can see that they're using them and they're mobilizing, they're Mm -hmm. weaponizing this entire movement. And that infuriates me because now all of these other people, you know, are not going to be believed by this entire group, uh, you know, of conservatives who think that this is the boy who cried wolf and everyone's going to jump the gun. And so, I mean, they're doing a disservice to this entire movement. So, like, what is the disconnect? Why can other women in this movement not... I think there's a couple of things. A, if you've been in this movement for a while, you have already been trained you're a victim. You're a victim, you're a victim, you're a victim. And when by the movement you mean the left movement or you're yeah the left yeah, okay. movement you're a victim and you and and the and the bad guy is every guy who is a white male, period. Um, and you also, if you're on the left, look at things like collective salvation, which I we talked about when we were at Fox a great deal. But we never, people I don't think carried that forward. This is what's happening. Social justice is all about collective 
justice. And so when you look at Brett Kavanaugh, to many survivors, it doesn't matter if he did it or if he did it even to her. It matters that there are people like that out there that do things like that to people like her. And so take this one power guy down, that's a win for collective justice. And it is completely anti-American. This oh, it's society it's, it's, was built on individualism. That you are an individual, that you can be uh, you know, someone who comes from a poor family and rise up and, and, and change your life completely. Or you could be some rich guy and be in prison because you were, you were bad and you, and you lost all your money and you stole things. Like it's supposed to be about merit and individualism, and like you know, I was talking to uh, to, to someone uh, who is on the left on this issue, and and you know, I was listening to her arguments, and she kept saying things like, "Well, you know, look, you you're not a woman, um, and you never had to stand in a room where you were scared of men who you thought might attack you because you happen to be dressed a certain way, blah, you know, this type of thing." And it's like that is a, a an important piece of understanding. It just has nothing to do with Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. If Brett Kavanaugh was the guy in the room scaring you, he is a person, an individual. He's not all white men. He's not every person who's done something bad to you. He is an individual who should be held accountable for his actions and his actions alone. And that is really the split here, and it actually does align up on ideological lines. So right? I want to I ask Pat this, because when you said it's anti-American, it's more than that. And, and Pat, being a guy who's not into this kind of hyperbole, I don't think it's hyperbole to say that collective salvation is anti-Christ. It is an anti-Christian mm-hmm. philosophy. It's beyond, way beyond anti-American, anti-Western yeah. thought. It's anti-Christ thought. I feel like yes. you agree with that. Yes, as is communism. But I don't which... think that they care, quite frankly. No, no, they don't. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, but, so that, that's not going to deter them at no, all. No, no, no. But again, the point of this book is understand what you're dealing with. So you're not going to be able to use that, uh, you know, to, you know, warm your way into somebody's world. Oh, by the way, what you believe is antichrist. Um, <laughs> but it's important for you to know the stakes of this game keep getting higher and higher and higher. Yeah. And, and, and again, you have to enter these certain circumstances that we're talking about with Ellison and with Kavanaugh with great skepticism. First of all, our, our system demands it. It, it, is, it is, you have a presumption of innocence. But beyond that, the circumstances that surround the allegations, high level uh, outcomes and consequences with major political stories, uh, these are huge power plays. J- jilted lovers or relationships are involved. All of these things have to be viewed with great skepticism. You don't just believe these things. That's insane. It's insane. It is always right to take these things seriously. And someone comes forward like this, they should be taken seriously. But if you can't provide evidence, you can't ruin a person's life over this but generalistic you, uh, criticism of white men. But do, do you see, does anybody notice, we, we, have to, we have to keep marking the side of the river and see how far the river is rising. You know, we are way underwater here. And I don't think because it just is happening so slow, you don't realize how much water is over our heads now. I feel as though we're at the beginning, but I feel as though this is exactly what it must have felt like in the 30s 
talking about politics in America or if you were talking about it in Germany. It's insane. How do these people think this way? How uh, they've lost the basic <clears throat> principle. Wait a minute. They're they're German. They understand the basic principle, but they've they've shifted. They've slowly shifted and bought into it bit by bit. That's how evil comes. Evil does not come in a a black uniform with jack boots. You have to remember that uniform was designed by Hugo Boss. That was designed it didn't look evil at the time. It was the height of fashion and sleekness. It comes packaged differently. And then we just keep looking for the old way that it comes. No. Listen to what we're all talking about in the country now. So you're saying the Nazis ruined those uniforms along with the mustache with for Hitler? Like that, no, no <laughs> right. one wants that. Yes. Nobody he wants did. it. Yeah, he <laughs> really did. I mean, it was Charlie Chaplin and Adolf. It's sad because it's such a good look. It's such it a good is. Look. You know, it really ruined but it. Nobody yeah. wants to rock that now. <laughs> right. is, uh... Let's end on a good story. Trump had a good moment yesterday. <laughs> he did. Yeah, a moment I really liked. I mean, I, I'm won over very easily by such things, but I mean, you know, he's he is Not very. By Trump, though. Well, no, by Trump when he does things like this. This is okay. him being. You're usually overwhelmingly negative about. Him. Oh, wow. Well, I disagree with that analysis. I praise him when he deserves praise. <laughs> yeah. And here is a, this yet is another example of this. This is him talking about, uh, you know, Kavanaugh and his drinking. Uh, so if he did lie about his drinking, does that mean you'll pull his... I don't think he did. Okay. I, uh, look, here's, here's what. I'm just saying, I'm not a drinker. I can honestly say I never had a beer in my life, okay? Right. It's one of my only good traits. I don't drink. <laughs> Whenever they're looking for something good, I say, I never had a glass of alcohol. I've never had alcohol. I've just, you know, for whatever reason. Can you imagine if I had what a mess I'd be? Would I be the, I'd be the world's worst. But I never drank. I never drank, so okay? Like, Self-awareness is, is good for yeah. him. He it was like the UN thing. Yeah. yeah. The, yes. when, when they laughed at him and he said, hey, I didn't expect that reaction, but that's yeah, okay. And he laughed along we'll with go them. with it. Yeah. And it that's was good. it was a nice moment. Self-deprecating humor is yeah. the Powerful. best. And especially when you are known to have an ego like that. Yeah. If he started taking himself apart a little more, it would be he'd be huge. That's why we call ourselves fat, even though we're in great shape. I mean, in reality, <laughs> for those of you who are listening yeah, the to podcast the podcast, you're right. You're yeah. right. <laughs> From three guys who should be doing underwear modeling. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. We like so, joke about how fat we are when in right. reality, we're in right. peak physical right. condition. <laughs> <laughs> now, whoa, whoa. Jokes on you, podcast yeah. listeners. All right, uh, today's The Blaze Why comment. Uh, I believe that it was Saves, if we could get that up on the monitor. Yeah, so they wanted to know who wore it better because they noticed <laughs> that on Friday I wore camo. And then yesterday, Mr. Glenn Beck wore camo, and I just have to say, I actually prefer Glenn's sweater. I actually prefer your dress. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, can it? We're so today, we're so modern. Uh, can uh, I just, or postmodern. I do have to, oh gosh. I do have to say uh, that dress really quickly. I got a text message from my dad. Uh-oh. And my dad said, Honey, if you need that, that looks a little bit worn out. If you need something, it's got the cuts on the sleeves. If you need some camo gear, if you need some hunting attire, I'm happy to loan you some. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that yeah, nice? nice? I wore my sweater hoping that you wouldn't see the shape of my body anymore. I was wearing camo hoping it actually worked. Uh, and then today's poll. <laughs> 
We've asked this before, but we wanted to see if there was any kind of difference just with the entire circus. It changes every day. Do you think today, do you think Kavanaugh will be confirmed by Monday? Let us know by going to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. You think by Friday? I think by Friday. I think it's a 50-50 at this point, really. He did. I mean... They're going to, McConnell said they're going to hold a vote by, yeah, by the think, end of the week. I think they're going to so do it on know. Friday. One way or another, they're going to hold that vote. No. They have to file for cloture. Have they done that yet? No. I think that was supposed to be tomorrow. So if they do it tomorrow, I don't think there has to be some time in between. I and think I think w- the vote would be Monday, right? I thought it was Wednesday to Friday. And you know uh, what? Maybe. If they vote to, uh, if they vote to confirm him, it is a new dawn for the Republicans because I've never seen the Republicans actually just go, screw you. Mm-hmm. We're doing never. it. Never. They always back down. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. 49 votes or fewer, 34% chance, according to the prediction markets right now. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.